Right around Australia on SEN Track. Thanks to Racing Queensland, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Yes, this is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett for your Friday. It's great to have you with us. I'm Melissa Smith, Sam's co-host, joined by the lovely Sam. Hello to you. Hello, hello. And isn't it starting to heat up? We are on the eve of the Magic Millions. Obviously, we're, uh, everything was getting pretty wrapped up. Last week, um, we had that loose horse go around. Did you see that? that I horse did. I want to ask you about that because it was because you were meant to take part in that. So for all of those that don't know, there was a bit of a media day. It was uh, along the stretch of Surface Paradise. It was beautiful. Uh, they had the horses lined up yeah. and they raced along the sand there and a couple of horses went into the water and a couple of horses went for a little bit of a gallop along the highway. <laughs> they ran loose. I know, horses are predictable, unpredictable animals, as we know, but luckily no one got hurt and no horses got hurt and things like that. But it's just the nature of it, I guess. It's um, you When you're dealing with animals, you can never really be sure and it doesn't take much for the quietest horse, you know, for you to sort of fall off the side of it. So... Anyway, all is well that ends well, but there's nothing like a little bit of drama to keep everyone yeah. interested. I actually saw a couple of memes falling, going around <laughs> following oh, no. this. There was one, a guy was sitting on his veranda with a cup of coffee and uh, had a photo of the horse just kind of trotting by a little video and said, oh, the morning commute to work's changed these days. <laughs> you know? That's probably what we might be doing now. I think with petrol prices keep going up, <laughs> it wouldn't be a silly thing to do. Take the horses out of the stable, yeah, ride them to work. Yeah. Why not? Why not? <laughs> hey, uh, Magic Millions does get underway this weekend on the Gold Coast, which everyone is so excited. Australia's richest race day. Yes. Uh, we will be joined by a very special guest, someone you know very well in yes. jockey, Justin Hoxbull. And he is racing in this one. Yeah, really excited for Justin for this. It's his, you know, I feel he's had a lot to do with and if anyone deserves it, it's him. So we're looking forward to chatting to him for sure. Yeah, brilliant. And and we're told that he's possibly the tallest jockey in I the state. I certainly think undoubtedly he is. For <laughs> okay. sure. He towers over me, which is not hard, but he's <laughs> a much taller jock than I am. How tall are you, Sam? 155 at a stretch. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, with my with my high heels on. With right your <laughs> heels on. I love it. I love it. Any toy, you know, you wouldn't be as successful, would you? Uh, no, exactly. There you go. There you go. Hey, I need to ask you, how did the weekend go? How were your rides? Yeah, I ended up having a pretty quiet day on Saturday with my um, solo ride at Ipswich not running. Um, so I had a quiet day just watching the races, which was actually good. Nice. And I had a busy day Sunday. It was nice to get back into it. Like I said, I've been away on way, you know, catching up on Christmas and things like that. So uh, this week ahead's been uh, much busier. Uh, a few rides at Doombin, up at the Sunshine Coast Trials Tuesday. I'll be at uh, Ipswich tomorrow and then Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Beautiful. Fire up. Busy weekend yes, ahead. always. Wow. Okay, well, let's uh, talk Magic Millions because it was uh, quite an eventful media day, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Yeah, let's bring in Justin now, a jockey who is riding here in Queensland. Justin, good morning to you. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me on. How are you going? What did you make of uh, the two loose horses from the Magic Millions event? Uh, yeah, it was uh, definitely a bit of a spectacle. Uh, I wasn't there personally myself. I was actually at uh, at the Sunshine Coast Trials with Sam. Um, I was uh, sent sent a few links to articles and a, a few links to videos, and um, it's not really the something that you'd expect to happen as such a prolific event, but uh, I guess. It's something that uh, always, once you add the element of horses and minds of their own, it's something that definitely can happen. Well, it is a PR day 
you know, to create a bit of hype around the Magic Millions, and it certainly did just that. It's you know headlined on, <laughs> or headlined all of the news last night, and again in the papers this morning. So it definitely uh, probably worked a treat getting so many eyeballs on it. Uh, as you said, you're at the Sunshine Coast with Sam on the weekend. Oh, I was at. Well, yeah, Justin was busy at the trials on Tuesday. You said the day that they had the the launch at the beach. I was busy watching Justin going round and around and around. <laughs> he was certainly the busiest jock on the day. So, I mean, no doubt. For you, Justin, um, the start of the week's pretty hectic. You have, a, you know, Sunday races. Monday's probably a bit of a quiet day. But what does your week kind of look like leading up to Millions? Obviously, it's, you know, a pretty um, awesome opportunity for you and one you absolutely deserve. But, you know, you know Miss Cooter really well. Um, she's a filly that, you know, I see you ride her all the time. But to get the opportunity to ride her must be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this week to most weeks, uh, probably just changed a little bit for me um, in preparation, especially taking the uh, take, having to ride the 55 because she is a filly in the race. Um, I just wanted to make things just a, a little bit easier on my body, just to, to merge into Saturday full of strength and uh, with weight right. Um, as you said, my, my week this week, obviously I rode rode last Saturday, I rode Sunday, and our uh, our weekends merge into the early stages of our next week so um there's, there's there's no secret and a lot of people are aware of i'm still associated quite tightly with the months racing team and i'm there six days of the week um riding track work as of monday um and then obviously i had the as as we said i had the sunshine coast trials um tuesday for a great support of mine Stuart kendrick and billy healy i had uh, nine nine trials up there um and then we go into wednesday I did have five rides at uh, Doombin, but I only ended up with the one after scratchings. And uh, then I've just got Thursday uh, into today, um, just rest days and focusing on my body and my weight to be spot on for tomorrow. Justin, I want to ask you about the trials on Tuesday. You you say you had nine rides. Seven of those were first places. How much importance do you put on the trials leading up to a weekend like this in terms of fitness but also form? Yes, it's uh, it's it's funny you um, actually mentioned that. I, I was talking to someone on the on, on Wednesday after the morning after the trials, and just saying uh, this, the benefit of actually getting on horses in a trial that you potentially can go to the races and ride in a race. Just the factor of being able to know the horse and knowing the caliber of potential of the animal underneath you is one thing, but also like the the mental side of the jockey. Obviously, the fitness, and I actually love Tuesday trials before a Wednesday because you can lose quite a bit of weight doing so, <laughs> and um, it takes a bit of time that you have to spend in the bath away. So I do enjoy Tuesday trials for that reason. But also the fact of being able to ride a race without pressure um, and just be able to use your mind differently and try different things, and it's, it's a massive, like, it's good for your confidence. It's a massive confidence boost, and it's also... You can just ride with a free flow and with no expectations, um, and it, it, yeah, it all comes back to a good confidence and a good momentum um, perspective as well. So to be able to have a, a, a nice hit out on the Tuesday um, leading into tomorrow is is quite a bonus for me. I thought and taking the rides on the Wednesday. Um, and actually ending up with quite an easy day on the Wednesday was a bit of a bonus as well. So that just gave me the rest of the week to to, to focus on my, my body and my weight. 
I think you make a really valid point there. And for a lot of people that obviously, um, you know, from the outside in looking at, you know, jockeys and races and things like that, you know, in terms of trials, you say it's an opportunity to ride under no pressure and you can just ride as you feel, I guess you'd say, because you're not having to put as much pressure on thinking like, when am I going to make my run? Who am I following? Um, You know, what position I need to get in from the start, all that kind of stuff. um, I think it's probably more important than the physical side of actually being able to ride is the the mental side of having to hash out what's happening in front of you in a very, very short time frame. And it's easy for most people to sit and watch a TV and, and see what's happening. But when you're three, four horses back on the rail, you can't really see exactly what's happening in front of you. You've got to try and read the minds of other jocks. So, um, like I said, but speaking of like that, um, obviously your filly who drew a bit awkward for your Saturday, like how do you go forward um, looking at that barrier draw? Like, how do you assess that now um, in preparation for tomorrow? Um, yeah, and just to touch on that, um, Chris Munz has always told me, he's, he's always said, if you're not riding good trials and good track work, you're never going to ride good races. But I guess in trials, everything really happens in slow motion. And if you are held up back in an awkward position, you're more inclined to bite your lip and just wait and it teaches you to be patient and teaches you that the opportunities for runs are going to come. But my overview, I actually did turn my phone off at the trials whilst the barrier draw was on. Um, but obviously, the not ideal scenario did come to fruition and, it's, yeah, she has drawn a little bit awkward. Um, my outlook on it is I'm not concerned at all. Um and once again, Chris has always said to me, he says, only bad jockeys worry about bad barriers and good jockeys <laughs> overcome bad barriers. So it's got good advice. Uh, my, hand, my, hand's, my hand's forced for any other outlook. So um, I'm still extremely positive about it. She's a very talented filly with extremely good tactical speed. Um, I know uh, I'm well, and obviously with the long association I've had with the filly ever since she was a young, young horse, um, before she'd even looked at a set of barriers to to where she is now. Um, I'm well and truly aware of the, the power and the calibre I've got underneath me and um, I'm going going into tomorrow just thinking that Barry is just a number, to be honest. So you've drawn Barry 18, is that correct? Yes. You should hopefully come in a few, though, if the emergencies don't get around. With, with, with the emergencies out um, and with any scratchings, um, we'll, as of, we'll find out tomorrow morning, but... Um, I, I highly doubt she will jump from the 18. I'm, I'm sure she'll come in a few with scratchings from the emergencies at least. Yeah, no, and like you say, um, the outside barrier, you can look at it two ways. It can be, oh, this is an inconvenience or you turn it to a positive. Like at least from out there, you're not going to get any um, sort of traffic problems. You can ride your filly. You know her better than any other jock knows their horse in that race. So, And that's a massive, massive advantage. Um, like you say, you take bad luck out of the equation. You know she's got good tactical speed. So, I mean, that's great advice from Chris, but I'm not surprised. He rode for so many years so successfully that um, it's always nice to hear that, though, too, a little bit of um, reassurance as well. Absolutely. Chris is, is never never once even um, looked like putting ne- negativity into my mind going into any race, and, um, and that's... It's, there's no, it's not the first time I've ridden in bigger races for himself, and there's no, uh, there's no other better person really to be taking advice for big race riding after 42 Group One winners throughout his career with a Grand Slam. I'm 
you'd be listening to him before uh, you'd be taking advice from anyone else, I, I, I'd believe. And I've been very pl- privileged to be under his tutelage for the last four years. And I guess that's what's made me into the rider I am today. But as you said, Sam, from the, from an outside gate, there's going to be a lot of speed. And um, unfortunately, I can sort of predict that there, there might be a bit, a bit of interference um, as the as history history knows that there is in the Magic Millions early stages on the inside, um, and hopefully they they just get all caught up in traffic inside me, and I'm just yeah, able to make my angle across and work my way um, from the barrier, and hopefully find a nice position either if I find the rail or if I stay one off, um, if it's in front or if it's just off the speed. But um, where where exactly I'll be, I'm not sure. Um, in a race like this from a barrier like that you can't really go into it with a set plan you, um, there's nothing you can really decide on until the barrier is open and you let it unfold but like comes back to the point where uh, I know the filly that's underneath me extremely well um, and I've got full faith in her. Hey Justin you mentioned earlier that you're changing up your technique this week ahead of Saturday ahead of tomorrow what did you mean by that what are you changing? Um, yeah, so, and it's probably blessed a little bit this week. Um, they do tailor the week to be focused on the Magic Millions, but as, as a standard week for me, it would be Monday track work, um, Tuesday track work and trials, Wednesday races. Uh, every now and then there might be a Thursday meeting at Ipswich um, or, or a meeting of that of that nature. or And then throughout the summer, there's a Friday night meeting um, most most Friday nights. So I, I'm, the Sunshine Coast is a is a very big part of my schedule. Uh, and then I'd have quite a few rides on the Friday night. And then I'd either be at the at the provincial meeting, which is usually the Gold Coast, or um, predominantly in town on a Saturday. And then back at the Sunshine Coast on a Sunday. So with with the four or five meetings plus a set of trials, and then the Sunday merges back into the Monday track work. It's I uh, this time of the year is quite uh, run off my feet for me, but that's why I just take taking a lightweight in a race like the Magic Millions. You you don't really want to leave any stones unturned, so I just made sure there was plenty of breathing time for me and time to focus on myself and plan about what's going to happen tomorrow. Yeah, and I think that's fair enough. And you've been working super hard, and I've seen that firsthand at the track every time I see you, you've been flat out this time in and I couldn't think of anyone more deserving to win the race. But what I really want to know, Justin, is if you win the race, and we, I damn near hope you do, is how big's the party going to be and when are we going to have it? <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, unfortunately, I made the decision with my manager to uh, take rides on Sunday. So oh, I, uh, really? How I inconvenient. Really? <laughs> you party pooper. <laughs> I'm I uh, I was lucky enough to um, when the decision was made for to for me to stand aside and let Craig Williams take take the reins on the filly in the lead up race for the Magic Millions. I um I made the compromise to take ten days off over Christmas New Year. So I'm just fresh off the back of a nice ten day holiday um, with the call up to uh, to ride Miss Cougar in the Magic Millions. So I uh, I've made the decision with my manager and uh, my partner had a fair part to say in it as well that uh, I take rides Sunday because there's going to be 
the way I looked at it, there's going to be a few people um, that obviously worked hard and didn't get a Christmas holiday and they're going to be having the Sunday off. So I just saw the opportunity to, to take ride Sunday. And as I was saying before, the Sunshine Coast Sundays and Fridays are quite a, quite a lot for my my um, my weekly schedule. So I took the opportunity there and I've got seven nice rides Sunday at the Sunshine Coast. And um, the, uh, the question will be, put on Chris that I'll be able to have Monday morning off so I can <laughs> go for a nice dinner with my partner and my hopefully my manager Sunday night and might be able to uh, dabble into a, a few beverages if, if there's a um, worthy result to, to celebrate over. Well, we hope there is, that is for sure. And very thoughtful of you as well. Coming into this nice and fresh and also want a filly that you know very, very well. Oh, best of luck to you, Justin. Thanks so much for joining us on the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on, guys. Awesome. Justin there. He will be racing in the Magic Millions tomorrow. We can't wait. We'll but be that's cheering him. him home. I know. We will be. That is for sure. Hey, stick with us here on at the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett because we'll have the latest in racing Queensland news. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. The horses are on the track. Queensland is your place to race this year. This is the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett on SEN Track. Yes, welcome back to the Queensland Hoop with Sam Collett, where Sam and I bring you the latest in racing Queensland news. Sam, this weekend, in a nutshell, you're racing at Ipswich tomorrow and then the Sunshine Coast on Sunday. Yes, we get the uh, Friday night off, which is fantastic, but there'll be plenty of people um getting well rested for obviously yes. what is the massive, massive day at the Gold Coast Saturday. We just spoke to Justin. Besides Justin, who are you looking at? Who are you tipping to take out the Magic Millions? I don't know. My thoughts are obviously with Justin because like, I just know how much work he's put in. But, I mean, everyone who's got there has got there in their own path. You know, there's some fantastic stories about a lot of the runners. Um, a lot of them made their way up from, from Sydney and Melbourne and the places they like. There's a fantastic lineup of jocks there. So I think it's going to be a fantastic day. Um, whatever the outcome. And so, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. I'm sure everyone else is as well. Uh, some news in Magic Millions. They're expanding next year. An extra $1 million in prize money for both races, both the two-year-olds and the three-year-olds. Great news. Oh, it's absolutely fantastic for our industry as a whole. You know, they make a massive spectacle of the, the whole day and the hype around it with the sales and things too. It'll go a long way. It will go a long way indeed. Let's take a look at racing for later today, Friday. Townsville, we've got that on this afternoon. Tomorrow it is, as we said, the Magic Millions on the Gold Coast. Our racing continues out at Ipswich, where you will be, yes. Sam. We'll keep keeping a close eye on you. And at Warwick, in the country, Atherton and Thangle as well. And then Sunday, the Sunshine Coast, where you will be tearing it up, no doubt. Yes, exactly. It'll be a lot of tired people, I think, after a big day on Saturday. But uh, not me, I'll be fresh as a daisy. <laughs> you will be fresh <laughs> as a daisy. We'll be watching it very closely. Uh, Sam, best of luck this weekend. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. You can visit racingqueensland.com.au. Happy racing.